0: This episode of Nerd Cognito is brought to you by Curadet. Curadet Debt Debt Counseling offers you free debt settlement consultations. You're not dealing with the banks. You're not dealing with the credit cards. You're dealing with a company that is there to work for you and not the creditors. Hey, bad things happen. Bad things happen to all of us. If you have $10,000 or more in unsecured or credit card or personal loan debt, you owe it to yourself to give them a call. Pick up the phone, call 866-951-2699 for your free debt consultation. Curedebt will work with you and provide you with a roadmap to rebuilding your credit. It's free. You have absolutely nothing to lose but possibly the bad stuff that comes along with debt. 866-951-2699 gather up your statements, give them a call and take advantage of a free consultation. 866-951-2699. debt. 866-951-2699. Now, on with the show. Here come Nita. Oh, hey everybody, it is Ryan David. I'm joined by just Mike. What's up, Mike? What's up, Ryan? Oh, you know, it seemed like a really long, short week. I had a dream, and it was not that I would feel this tired um, after last week. How are you hanging in there?
1: I'm hanging. A little bit of a headache. Too much work, not enough play. Well, sometimes sometimes the headache is caused by too much
0: play, but not this week. No play for you this week. I know you had a busy busy week. We did get the game a little bit, so we're going to be taking a look at Kickstarter Extraordinaire Merchant's Cove. It's getting a little bit of a buzz on Board Game Geek. I uh, looked it up before we played it on Friday night, and uh, people are digging it. We got to play it. We'll talk about that first. Got some news lined up, and uh, I didn't have a segment for the end of the show, and then you said for me to do what? Just talk about your
1: your obsession with He-Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not an obsession. But I I, I I have been buying a few He-Man figurines. A few.
1: He sends me a pic every day that he has three He-Men in his cart. I didn't even realize there were that many He-Man figures.
0: Uh, what is this three, four, since I decided that I was going to go back into the Masters of the Universe world. And how, I didn't
1: realize, like, are you, do you have just about every single one of them now?
0: No, 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 not even really? close, dude. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it on the flip anything. side of the news. Um, yeah, yeah I, I I, don't have anything interesting, I don't have a pithy story, I mean, I do have a pithy story, but I'm not going to tell it on the air yet. I'm sure that this story will get told in the next zero to six months. You know the story that I'm going to tell, but um, right now I do have to keep it to myself. Um, yeah, uh, it was just a grind of a week, man, and it's looking like everything's going to open back up for at least me uh, next month. So it's going to be that's going to be an adjustment. So party is over. Come on, Omicron. Let's mutate. Um, (laughs) maybe, maybe there will be a new version of the sniffles that come out, but, um,
1: I don't know this latest version. I don't know what they did with it, but it seems like I am like knowing more and more people who have it where in the past it was like, maybe hit and miss, but I mean, a bunch of people at work, a bunch of my friends are saying they have it. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I don't know either. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. You know, um, thus far, I believe that I have been COVID free, but who knows, you know, last year I thought I had a cold for a couple of days. That could have been it. It, I could be asymptomatic. That could have been it. Uh, I could could have woke up with the shits one day and just, that could have been, uh, you know, it's tough. It's just not in my psyche to... To run to the doctor and get tested every time something happens. If I'm sick, I'll take care of it. But uh, yeah, who who the hell knows? So y- you haven't had it yet that you know of, right? No,
1: I mean my uh over Christmas my nephew tested positive and I was with him for two days, but I didn't have any symptoms, so I didn't even bother getting tested.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 an interesting world. That is turning right now, and I'm just waiting for the mothership to come and give us a ride off of the off of the planet, at least for 10 years, and we'll see what happens then. Um, but if I did take a ride off the planet, I wouldn't have been able to play Merchant's Cove with you and the boys this weekend. Um, interesting little game, or little game, I shouldn't say that. Interesting big box, multi-box, Kickstarter extravaganza game. What do you think? What, what stands out in your brain about Merchant's Cove, especially since uh, you were the big winner when we played it?
1: Well, I always find it... I mean, I like games that have... I don't know. I like all types of games, but the games that have... Um, each player has a totally different like mechanic. I always wonder... Like, There's no way that they can make all these different mechanics and make them all like equal. There's always got to be one... That has an advantage, or some of them that are weaker. Like, there's no way you can make that many different mechanics in a game and it all be equal. No, I, so I'm just curious of how they do that stuff. And
0: I, I totally guess agree. Play and generally, I don't like asymmetric games like that. Um, I'm Is surprised that what you call it, asymmetric. That's asymmetric. That's the the five dollar word for that kind of game. I, I don't like those kind of games for just what you said. Or the the reasons that you said. There's always going to be yeah. There's something different but balancing that difference could be very, very difficult. Um, for those of you that don't know, Merchant's Cove is an asymmetric euro, uh, straight-up asymmetric euro. Each player has a different merchant that they assume control of, right? And those merchants are trying to sell things to the plebs that are coming off the boats. So there are hordes of... of uh, Customers, I guess, if you want to view it like that. And you are a merchant preparing goods and trying to sell them to those customers to score points and victory. It was a high-scoring game, too, Mike. What, Very we were, high score? yeah. We were all in I was, I was like, we had to
1: calculate this shit wrong. But no, we were scoring 50, 50 points a pop.
0: Yeah, not going to go into gameplay. You know, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Board game reviewers that will go into details on the gameplay, but pretty much what it is is everybody is playing a mini game of a board game archetype. So, one person is playing a uh, potion explosion clone. One person is playing a pick up and deliver clone. You are the chronomancer. I don't even know <laughs> what you would call uh, the the play style. Of, of your mechanic. And I, and I wasn't really paying attention in exclusive depth to anyone but my own board because there was a you know, it's a Euro. You have to figure out how you're going to score and not really worry about how the other people are going to score as much. I mean, it's important to know where you're standing, but I can't control you and you can't control me.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, there was at least one occasion where, because I mean, we have the ability to place the workers or the people on the boats who's going to buy the goods. There was one occasion where I was able to uh, make not so much gold come into dock so that Doug wouldn't be able to sell his goods. Right, there's so influence. You can do it that way a little bit, a little. It just depends on where you fall in the the order, I guess.
0: There's definitely the ability to influence, but there's not a straight up gotcha. There's no fucking no, yeah, none of that, none of that. Which is, is appealing for some people. I contrary to what people may think, I don't always like the straight up gotchas. It felt a little like group solitaire to me for for the grind of the game where the decisions that the other people were making, even those influencing decisions, you know the, yeah, it impacts me, but I'm still going to play solitaire. Um, yeah, I don't know if you felt that way too.
1: No, yeah, I mean, there was a couple of situations. It was never like, "Oh fuck, he really screwed up my my thing. I got to change one of my strategy." There was really none of that. It's just, uh, ah, okay, all right, I just got to make this thing differently. Um, so yeah, it it kind of was. It was more focused on my board and and how it was going. I was enjoying myself the whole time though. But but yeah, I agree.
0: Oh no, don't get me wrong. I I, I had a very good time playing it which I can't always say with a lot of asymmetric games. Um, I'm just thinking, you know, Chaos in the Old World, eh. Root you didn't like? I I didn't like Root at all. Um, They're just not my game, I guess. Yeah. Um, I like this one better than any of the asymmetrics that we have played in recent memory.
1: Yeah, it would be. It did lack... Like the other games when you're playing against it, you know, if someone takes up a spot, oh, shit, I can't take up that spot. I got to change my game plan. There's none of that at all in the game. It's just you're playing on your board and no one can fuck with it. Um,
0: Right. And even from the Euro perspective, the worker placement slots, um, they are exclusive to you. You So the the only person that really fucked me when we were playing was me. I made a couple of, of just bad decisions. And I, like I said, as far as, as this style of game goes, it was the best of the style that I've played in a really long time. I don't know that I would buy it. Uh, the all-in Kickstarter was 160 bucks.
1: And did that get him all of those additional boxes or no?
0: That is everything. Yeah, that's the, the core game and all of the extra... Um, merchants. So,
1: which we didn't, we ended up picking none of the new ones either. We just got the core merchants when it, we did it randomly.
0: We typically do random, and as as the fates may have it, when we were playing our game, um, everybody just happened to pull one of the the core. There was one as I was doing my prep for the game and just sort of eyeballing um, how it played and what it played like. There was one particular merchant. That was the rolling right that I just didn't want to do. That, right. you know, I just wasn't feeling it. And I, I the said... The oracle. The oracle, yeah. I said, you know, if Random has me pull the oracle, I'm going to mulligan. But as as fates may have it, I was the, the ship's captain. And um, I enjoyed playing on my little sideboard, but I wish our sideboards had... I, I guess my one bitch would be I wish the sideboards had some interaction with each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What was the game that we played before the uh, Otis? Otis, I like I like that game uh, better than this one.
0: Yeah, you uh sure. you uh, have to check out the Nano Nerd Cognito that Bert and I did on Otis. Uh, go back to your podcast provider of choice and roll back a couple episodes. You'll see a short, focused, uh, rundown of Otis that Bert and I did. It's fifteen minutes. The only thing we talked about it is Nano Nerd Cognito. No, I um, I almost hate to say it, twenty bucks versus almost two hundred. I like the twenty dollar game. Uh, yeah, as yeah. much yeah. as much as I enjoyed this one, but I, again, I'm skewed. I don't like asymmetrics.
1: Yeah, and we were without Bert. It was just you, me, and Doug. Doug must have like I I like to bust your shit for how many board games you have. He has to have way more than you,
0: huh? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I it's, I would say, we're on. No, I can't say we're on par. Doug, ha, Doug probably has more than me, and I'm, I have a healthy amount of board games, Michael.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I you got a, a whole fucking wall full of board games, and yet every week I think Doug throws out like five options of just other games that we've never played or that I've never played that he has that he's willing to bring. It's I've not like, actually
0: oh, yeah. counted. Um, Beth did, one, we got in an argument. That, well, I told uh, you to put it
1: on a, a log so we could do random mode just like, <laughs> if it's you and me, we could just go random off the fucking log.
0: Yeah, we got in an argument, and Beth said it was over 200, and that's when she stopped counting, but I, I don't know, I it doesn't feel like 200, plus, I'm not gonna log it, they're all stored, you know, my game room is the next room that we're going to remodel, I don't know. Did I tell you that? Yeah, we're going to... Once we uh, square away the the office building, uh, we're going to focus on the game room. That's going to be the next room to remodel. So I really don't want to shuffle stuff around because I'm going to have to move it all out for the contractors to come in, tear out those god-awful built-ins that I have there. But yeah, I I don't want to count and pull everything out. Plus, I have the stuff that's boxed or... Hidden in the cabinets.
1: Well, that's the point, bro. You got stuff that's hidden that you don't even know you have. You're never going to play. The one way that you'll play it is if you log it, and then we'll wear together, and we're just like, ah, let's throw a random game. We fucking randomize it.
0: Well, there is hope for that now. You know, I have a glimmer of hope at the end of the tunnel that you're not going to North Carolina.
1: (laughs) Well, it'll be delayed. It'll be delayed for sure.
0: Um, But no, you know, Merchant's Cove, uh. Best thing about the game? What was your favorite favorite bit, so to speak?
1: Um, I liked winning. <laughs> Who doesn't always, like winning? That's always pleasant. Um, I don't know. I thought my guy out of the three, like yours and Doug's, even though Doug seemed to be interesting too. I, I kind of liked my dudes. I felt like I had a little more control over it because I, I was able to like stop time and and do some other shit. So I was kind of able to control where I went, wanted to go, and what to do. Um, I really don't know. I don't know what to call out. I was invested in it the whole time. I was playing it, I was enjoying it, but I don't think there's anything I could call out. It was just let me just put my my head down and grind away on my fucking mini game,
0: right. I actually, and I'm not complaining, but I actually think that the sideboard that I had had, I don't want to say an extra step to to get to getting resources, but it was like I felt as though. I was being punished because I had more availability of resources. And I think that's was their answer for balancing the character that I had. Like I said, I'm not bitching about it. But um, yeah, the, as always the 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 thing with me and asymmetrics is they're they're not always equal. And Yeah,
1: there's no way. There's no way that they can be equal when they're so different, I don't think. I mean, you have to really play test something I think to figure all that out.
0: I think the the positive for me for it um you you're right there's not really a shining star in this game good component quality nice board I mean if I had to pick the best thing I thought the board was awesome the the board specific specifically the board components were were awesome but there isn't uh something reaching out and grabbing hold of me that that I loved again not a bad thing it's just uh, there was no big wow factor for me. Everything was good. Nothing was amazing. Yeah. Worst part of the What's game it? for you? Ugh, I know. I don't know. Right? You got to answer fucking questions. You're not talking tonight. No, no, I'm, I'm
1: talking. I'm interacting. <laughs> know, I'm just I I, like you're making me think about like worst. Or I don't know that I was. I didn't walk away and be like, oh man, this sucked. Um.
0: I know. Huh? I know my worst. If you want me to go. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know what my worst was. If you made a mistake, it was a punishing mistake. There was no easy fix, and I and just looking around the table, that was for everybody. If anyone made a mistake in their individual mechanic that their board was running, you were done. There, it was not easy to to make up for a misstep. And yeah, see, I, you felt that way. I, I didn't did. feel that way. I I really felt that. When I realized I made an error, there was no coming back from it.
1: Because hmm. you, I mean, you came in second place.
0: No, I came in dead last, and I was, I was on par until I made the mistake to blow you guys away. And I'm not. Blow te- man. blow I am not us away. my he own says. horn, but
1: blow away. He says. <laughs> And then he came in last place because of one mistake. No, Listen to that, well, folks.
0: I came, I, I had the mistake, I got caught in my mistake, and then I got caught focusing too much effort to correct the mistake. Well, and, that
1: sounds like, uh, yeah, you, you multiplied yeah, your mistakes. I, I
0: fell into the, the mistake vortex, and, yeah. and that was it. But you know what? Even coming in last, the spread, when you consider that it was almost a 300-point game, wasn't that huge? We're talking a twenty-point spread between all players.
1: Oh, I don't remember. I, I remember my points at the end on those cards. I had a bunch. Yeah, I you. Feel like I, I pulled away. You, I don't remember what the final score was. You
0: already won it at that point.
1: So uh, I, told, I told you to take a picture when you up every scores because that was going to be the only time that you were ahead of me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I already knew where I was. <laughs> I know. I know. I, the mistake vortex, man. It's it was hell in this game. Yeah, but it,
1: it's it's definitely, like, the it not being fair, because, again, I think of a game like Scythe, which you have different characters, they have different abilities. The boards, it's not really the same thing. There's not different mechanics, but there's certain combinations of boards that they even made illegal because, like, oh, if you play these two combination of boards, you can, you know, win the game in, you know, ten moves. Like, people have figured it out, how to, like, just, you know, maximize it.
0: Of course. So they made
1: them illegal. So... I'm sure that you know these type of games. You know it's the same type of thing. They just haven't you know kind of figured it out. All right,
0: it's the same people that also play D and D to win. Right, but um, yeah, would you would you buy it 160 bucks for for everything that you saw on the table the other night?
1: No, no, I don't. I mean, 160 bucks for a board game is a lot of money. I've done it with Gloomhaven. I loved Gloomhaven. I think it was worth every penny. I'll do it again with Frosthaven. And I have this other vampire game that I'll wait two years to get, but I don't know. I feel like that—that's that's an expensive game. You really got to get something with replayability if I'm going to play that.
0: I mean, it's not life-changing money, but it—it it is. But well, it's a pricey game. Anytime Let's, a board game hits three digits, I at least raise an eyebrow and do some homework,
1: right? Yeah, I want—I want to be able to want to play it more than once if I'm going to pay that much money. Is what I'm saying. And I don't know that I'd break that one out again if you have a if you have as many games as Doug does. I don't know if that one's coming out again.
0: Right. And I'm going to withhold judgment on this one just because I know I don't like asymmetrics. And and the silver lining to my asymmetric cloud is that of the asymmetrics that I've played in probably the last year or two, Uh, this was the best one of them. So if you dig asymmetrics and you're looking for something that is different and... Can provide a unique, at least play experience for everybody. Uh, Merchants Cove definitely could be on your list.
1: But having uh, using the 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 bar to say, you know, will you play the game again? It's a pretty high bar in this group. I feel like we don't play any games more than once, unless it's one of those um horror games,
0: whatever they're called, the cosmic oh. horror game. Yeah, our our group has a has a pretty high bar for replay. And I think that's because for good or for bad, we are inundated with options. Well, that's what it is. You have so many options. Like, So something does have to be stellar to play it yeah. again. Yeah. But honestly, again, I said it earlier in the podcast, this massive collection of boxes and expansions or cheapy old $20 Otis, I'm going to p- pick Otis again.
1: Yeah. I have some games that I have that I've played multiple times now, and I enjoy those. So all the games I have, I think I've played multiple times, and I enjoy them.
0: Well, that's good. There are folks that are in the hobby that very much adopt that mindset that you have. You know, I'm going to buy this game if I am going to play it a ton. I happen to always want to have that mindset, but it doesn't work out that way if it looks cool, I'm going to buy it and I'm a sucker and that's okay. That's that's okay. I I own it. I like stuff.
1: It's almost like uh I don't know if we have any of those places around here like do they have game stores that you just go and they have games and you like it's like you drink and you could play board games and shit?
0: We don't have a board game cafe so to speak. Board game cafe, yeah. Around here. Before. Maybe one of should the open one up, bro. We got enough
1: fucking games. One of
0: the things that was one of the original thoughts when we bought the office building was the ground or subground floor could turn into a board game cafe, but we've since decided to scrap that idea in favor of making it um, a little studio slash one bedroom Airbnb spot. So
1: board game cafe, man. Put all those games to good use.
0: Here's the problem with the board game cafe.
1: I'm going to name one, potentially, that's going to bother you.
0: Other people are touching my games. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Exactly. They're not going to treat it right. They're going to put the stands in the plastic holders, and you're not going to be happy about it.
0: Other people will touch my games. Uh, Same reason why I can't buy a used board game. Easily. I can't say that I've never bought a used board game, but I'm snooty when it comes to that. Snootay. Yeah, nobody else is going to touch my games. In, in in wrapping up Merchants Cove, if you're an asymmetric person, get it. It's the uh, best asymmetric we've played in a while. If you're just looking for a good group experience, do your research. Do your homework. And we're not saying don't get it. We're saying make sure you're going to love it before you make the investment. Is that a, is that a good summary there?
1: Yeah, if, if you're looking for a game that you have a lot of interaction with your players, uh, this is probably not the game for you. It is, like you said, a solitaire type game.
0: Oh, uh, well, I guess whenever I uh, make my Cthulhu Mythos board game to throw on Kickstarter, it won't be an asymmetric. Is that the
1: way it works? Like Any developer can just go and make a Cthulhu game?
0: Uh, depends on how deep into the Mythos they go. Cthulhu Generically speaking, Cthulhu and the Lovecraft Elder Gods are all public domain, because they're old enough. Yeah. Now, the spinoffs that go further into the mythos are not necessarily public domain. So I know that the IP for a majority of, let's call it the second tier and down stuff that's really fleshed out, is locked up by Fantasy Flight in Asmodee. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted to stick to the stuff that is absolutely strictly public domain, yeah, you could do it. It's public domain. Fuck, we should build a Winnie the Pooh board game now that Pooh is public domain. We can have, like, evil fucking Winnie the Pooh picking up strippers and blowing the heads off of, like, gangsters. Like... Winnie the So Pooh what made, made Winnie
1: the Pooh go into public domain? Like, how does that happen? How does that transition happen? Someone sells it?
0: No, 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 He's no. Enough time it. has passed. 70 years.
1: 70? Is seven that zero, the, that's the time 70. Oh, wow. 70 years from what? When it was created or, like, when someone dies?
0: Uh, 70 years when e- post either the death or the expiration of the copyright. So uh, among the things that went into the public domain this year was Winnie the Pooh.
1: Now, that Winnie doesn't mean Pooh's that, that I can all? take
0: the Disney v- imaging of Winnie the Pooh, right? Because that is a Disney copyright. But the Winnie the Pooh story, A.A. A. Milne, 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 I don't know. For 40-some years, I've probably been mispronouncing that. Whatever. A.A. A. Milne, the author of Winnie the Pooh. Christopher Robin, the characters from the Winnie the Pooh novels. It's all public domain. How about that? I'm telling you, we should make a Winnie the Pooh board game with Who guns cares
1: about and wars. Does anybody <laughs> care about Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. Are they make Winnie the Pooh movies? Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, the Donkey. How many characters were there? There wasn't even that many characters.
0: Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore, mm-hmm. Piglet, Yep. Uh, Owl. Rabbit, Five. Christopher Robin. Eh? What do you Seven. mean, eh? They lived in Christopher Robin's fucking imagination.
1: Yeah, yeah, he really wasn't that big of a player. Well there you go. You can make an asymmetrical board game for Winnie where the Pooh. all the Winnie the Pooh characters. There you go. You Your could favorite type of game.
0: You could. It would. It would you know he what? They make his money? board would be a bowl of honey. <laughs> <laughs> Pooh going into the honey pot.
1: So now that you're sold on doing Dungeons and Dragons as our role-playing game...
0: Who said I was sold on doing Dungeons and Dragons? Ah,
1: uh, you did. I I swore that I heard that from you.
0: I, I, I thought I said it was off the table, but...
1: Ah, uh, you said you were running... Then I got fish. this I lovely... The handbook.
0: This yeah. lovely PHB. And right, right. I said, well, maybe I'll think about it again because I can be bribed. <laughs> um... Okay, so so we have some sort of fantasy role playing definitely coming on deck in February. Proceed yeah, I with your I, thought.
1: Well, if it's 5th edition, I think I figured out what kind of character I'm going to make.
0: Oh, do tell. I mean I'm interested. Well, it's it's one of the,
1: it's like a alternative version from one of these other books I have, but it is a a ranger like subclass. I think it's called a gloom stalker. Seems pretty badass. Oh, I don't boy. want to get too much into the details. But oh it seems boy, pretty bad at what?
0: Oh boy, what? Oh boy, what book's it from? Um, that's a good question. Because I, I been... do have one source book that is absolutely off the table, no matter what, if we run fifth edition.
1: It's um Telvar's Book of Everything, or uh, I don't remember what. The... I think that's the one it's in. It's one of two. I bought two books. Which one is off the table? And I'll tell you if that's the one.
0: Tasha's.
1: Yeah, it could be yeah, I do have that one. So it's either that one or the other one. But why do you say it's off the table that book? Like the the characters that are in it?
0: Yeah, it is Tasha's that that is off the table.
1: Because And why is that?
0: There is so much game-breaking stuff in there when I read through it that I I said I'm just slashing this entire book from Game breaking
1: stuff like the, the 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 like the characters that it made or other stuff. This is a bunch of other stuff that you don't have to use. It's everything. like optional rules I, and shit.
0: I'm sure that we can look at it and come to an arrangement. If you well, have this is any. not
1: in Tasha's. This is actually in Xanathar's Guide to Everything.
0: Xanathar's was okay, as memory serves me.
1: Gloomstalker, yeah, it seems pretty badass. That's all i'm saying.
0: Well good, good.
1: He's like uh, he's you know, he's, he could see in the dark. He's got some like ambush type shit.
0: Now, do you have a way to take a present day humanoid or whatever, possibly elf or whatever. Are you, you playing human ranger, i'm assuming?
1: I well i haven't thought all the way through it. Okay, okay. I just i just came up with the class, i didn't think about everything else.
0: Well then i'll 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 reserve that question for later. But remember we are playing, we're starting Modern world, modern day.
1: Yeah, but you got to help me understand what that means because we're still going to be using magic. We're still going to be using old weapons and shit like that, right?
0: Not at first. It ain't like
1: are we using guns? No. Okay, so I'm still going to be running around with a sword.
0: You're still going to be running around with a sword and a bow as a ranger. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So what? Why do I? What? How does that modern day impact? Oh, should you have this class? I guess.
0: Uh, It doesn't impact, oh, should you have this class. I am the bee's knees when it comes to Dungeon Masters, so I can make anything work. But there are certain things where, from a backstory perspective, if you're going to pick one of the jerk-off classes that 5e has built into it, and I don't know if Gloomstalker is, I will look it up and let you know, but it it doesn't pop to the top of my head as one of the jerk-off classes know we'll um, with the jerk off classes. Jerk off classes are you make, you make, you maximize and give me oh I win. Give me a hot pocket, Mom. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the jerk off classes are the people that intentionally try to win D D. You know, you know what I'm talking about. The assholes well, that are min maxing well, the world. Yeah, I'm
1: not smart enough to min... Everyone that listens to this knows I'm a fucking retard. So I am not smart enough to min-max anything. But of course I'm going to try to make a dude who's badass.
0: No, I I absolutely think you should make a character that is effective. But if you're making a character that... Let's put it this way. If if the character is developed because of the math, it's not Okay. Pretty much, if you are making your character with an end feat or end power or end, you know, average damage in mind, I have a problem with you.
1: Yeah, dude, I haven't even... I don't ever expect my character to get to 17th level, so I don't even look that far.
0: Hey, last time we went 1 to 20.
1: Yeah, I still don't expect that, though. This guy just has... um... I don't know dark vision stuff. He has good fighting skills, I think. Like it he should help in fights. Well,
0: then we'll take a look at it. I, I again, and if you like that build, even if we don't play woke wizards game, we can apply that build to whatever model we're going to use. Oh, we go in woke wizards. <laughs> oh fuck you.
1: Yeah, look, disguise self, rope trick. These are all just skills that I can use for fun.
0: I'm sure you can, as long as you roll right. You know what I mean?
1: Got to roll. Got to roll good, no matter what.
0: You do have to roll good. You know what will help you roll better?
1: Uh, STD test.
0: (laughs) No, not this (laughs) week. (laughs) Is that not it? I thought I cued it up perfectly. Uh, (laughs) Damn it. uh, It's it's close. It's... I guess, I guess an STD check can help you roll in one capacity, but at the table, you need some quality dice to roll, Michael. And the Easy Roller Dice Company is the place to go when you are looking for dice. Uh, they have some beauties. Beauties. I'll tell you what. I can be bribed to play 5th edition with a couple of their super premium sets of dice. Uh, I particularly like the Cat's Eye dice. I don't know if you've had a chance to take a look at those.
1: We looked at those uh, when we were talking last time. Yeah, they're
0: they're just amazing. Uh, But they're not just super premium. They are premium dice at any price range. Go to nerdcognito.com, scroll down the page, and click on the link to the Easy Roller Dice Company You will find a set of dice that will be the envy of your table, and you don't have to break the bank. Their basic sets all the way through their ultra, ultra premium sets are all actually pretty affordable when you compare it to the market, and you know that you are getting an amazing American-made product that you can be proud to bring to the table. Again, go to nerdcognito.com, scroll down, find the link to the Easy Roller Dice Company and uh check them out. They have some awesome, awesome dice. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> it's it's just blows my mind sometimes, the the idea of supporting a product that is intentionally being sabotaged.
1: Yeah, and so I think everything's gonna be in the same boat at some point. Oh right? don't the see direction that. we're moving.
0: Don't say that, don't say that. But you can't look at the news today without being disgusted, and that's no matter what end of the spectrum you're on, you know? I I very clearly have some strong opinions, but I'm sure that there are folks that have some contrary strong opinions, and as long as you're not going to, you know, point fingers and call names, and I call names in jest, but, you know, if we're having an intelligent argument, I'm not going to be, yeah, you, you, you fucking tard. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear you out. In fact, I want to hear you out because I'm not always correct. Only ninety nine percent of the time. That's right. But um, no, I. It's hard to watch the news and not feel pulled in one direction. So why, why not go into the news? You know, we got a little bit of news this week, Michael, and. It starts off with Kickstarter. I know you always like when we uh, talk about Kickstarter. You're amazed at the the amount of money that that things pull in on Kickstarter. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, there is a Marvel Zombies board game that launched on Kickstarter this week. I don't know if if you saw it in your adventures through your Kickstarter account. Mm -mm. It's called Marvel Zombies. It's a cooperative board game one to six players and it uses the the same mechanics as Zombicide so but they
1: just threw a Marvel skin on it to make more money they
0: skinned Zombicide to make more money uh it passed 2.5 million with an M dollars in two hours two hours Michael that's crazy
1: I say it's crazy I, I swear when that Tainted Grail came out it was like I don't know how much money they made it was unbelievable how much money they made so quickly.
0: Come on. It was
1: it's like $7 million or something like just that. Just able to
0: print crazy. money without having to change the game. I mean, it's the same game, right? They're skinning it. They got the Marvel IP. Yeah. That's and that's
1: I still want to find the that.
0: Ghostbusters mini set for, for Zombicide that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. That was So like,
1: that's what they're doing. They're just going to make the same game over and over just like with these iconic brands, I guess.
0: And people are going to buy them.
1: Yeah, two and a half million. Two and, and a half buy. million
0: in two hours. I don't even know what it's at right now, but I know that's two crazy. hours after launch they raised two point five million dollars.
1: And it'll probably come out pretty quickly because they don't have to like remake
0: the game or anything, right? It's just hey, oh, it's just you got new, supply new chain issues, right? China shut yeah, down half of their factories now. I get that, but it's going to be
1: less th- time than oh, we actually have to create this game.
0: <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. But you know, you would think that uh, that by the time they would have a Kickstarter ready to launch the game, anybody's gonna have the game already pretty much in the bag by the time they launch a Kickstarter.
1: I don't know, man. The games that I've fucking Kickstarter, it's like, you know, they're still writing the story and like, they give you updates every month and there's still a shit ton of work they gotta do. Well... Maybe it's just the ones I choose. I don't know.
0: uh, I've, I've kind of tried to swear off of kickstarter. You know, there was that uh RPG that I was really high on on Kickstarter. I even canceled my pledge on that one. So, mm. I'm, I'm I'm veering away from Kickstarter.
1: I like it. I just the uh, the amount of time that ha- that has to pass for you to actually get a product though. That's it's just rough.
0: It is. It is. The last big one that I got from Kickstarter was uh what, Gotham City Chronicles, right?
1: Man, and we've never played it.
0: No, it's still sealed. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> such
1: a shame. I guess it's such a shame, but that is a nice one to just keep sealed, I guess, too.
0: Well, you know, someday we will play it. Someday we will play it. But yeah, come on, raise $2.5 Looks like they're approaching $4 million as of our recording time. Wow. which is crazy. And, and it's the
1: same company that makes Zombicide?
0: Say, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, they are the ones the only ones that could do it, yeah. Okay.
0: Um but it's not the craziest Kickstarter story. You've played Total War on on your PC. I'm sure. That's your I story.
1: actually I, yeah, it's cuz I actually before I bought all the Final Fantasies, I was like one of those ruts. I'm like, "Ugh, what am I going to play?" I just went through my library and I'm like, oh, "I'll try to play this thing." And that's what I I started to play, but then I stopped. Really? I got, yeah.
0: That is great. That is great. Well, the Total War Rome board game made its funding goal in 35 minutes.
1: And this was a new one this that was is, just put out?
0: This is a new uh, new board game.
1: Yeah, because Total War is a pretty big franchise, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Total War board game. It's not being shoved out there by a huge company, though. Right now, they've uh, raised a quarter of a million pounds. So, what are we going to call that? Uh, 400K, right? And um, it's a smaller publisher that's putting it out.
1: How much are they looking for for a pledge to get everything?
0: I will tell you in a moment.
1: Because I don't even know who who is the uh, the developer for Total War, Sega for
0: uh, for Sega the video game,
1: age. for the
0: video game, yeah, yeah Sega, Sega. The All In Pledge. Because why would you do anything else? Is one hundred and sixty three pounds, so two hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder, how to, I wonder how the the board game plays.
0: It's got. Uh, Metal coins, which is kind of you know, you've got to have all cool. the bells and whistles at, yeah, at that price level.
1: Two hundred bucks, yeah.
0: It's got buildings that are plastic miniatures. Um, it looks really cool. I'm I'm more excited for this than than I am for anything else. So the all in pledge, two hundred bucks. Oh, didn't I just say I'm not gonna do Kickstarters? Didn't I just say I canceled one? <laughs> well I can't they are, one for they are so reasons. fucking
1: tempting it, it is. it's so tempting when, you, especially when you just look at like oh get those pledge dollars up unlock
0: this unlock that
1: Ugh. it's the worst
0: I don't know the sculpts look amazing on the characters did Total,
1: you play Total War uh, the games a lot or no a little did you bit get into not, it?
0: I wasn't super into it I know Doug played it a lot I know you played it pretty heavy
1: uh, not, not that much I played one of them I played like a one of the races through the whole thing. And then I just sporadically would go in play for a little bit and then be like, ah, I'm out. I'm done. It's okay. I, I, ha- I don't know. I have to be in a certain mood for it. I think.
0: Well, if, if, if you're thinking that, uh, you want to hit a $50 slot machine four times, <laughs> this will give you something for it.
1: Uh, wow. Yeah. Two years later,
0: two years later. Yeah. I uh, wonder when their anticipated ship date is.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna limit myself. Like right now, I have two games out that I need to get. I think I'm gonna keep it like the most I can ever have out on Kickstarter is two games. I might they're, even have
0: to limit it to one. They're saying one year, January 2023, which means January 2024. So, I think it's reasonably priced compared to other Kickstarters, and you know, it is. We're we're saying Kickstarter, but it's really on Game Found, which is. A Kickstarter designed just for board games so that the developers get a little bigger slice, which I, I I appreciate that.
1: Wait, is that a different site that you have to go to? It is. Oh, I didn't know that. So does it link to your Kickstarter account?
0: No. It's it's uh, it's another platform.
1: Uh okay. That's too much work for me. <laughs>
0: Two very successful Kickstarters this week.
1: So if you were to go on the Kickstarter site, you wouldn't even see that game.
0: I found it on GameFound. So I would assume that they're only on one crowdfunding platform. It only makes sense to me to be on one crowdfunding platform.
1: Why, though? Why wouldn't you do it as many as you possibly could to get money?
0: Because you want to pick the one that's going to give you the biggest slice of the pie.
1: I would think that if you can do it through multiple, and it's like, hey, I got a thousand people from here, a thousand people from here, you're just giving out slices based on how many people you got through each one.
0: Uh, I think think the board game hobby in particular is small enough that you can get the word out where it is. Anyone that's going to drop 200 bills, 200 bucks on a board game is gonna, they're they're gonna know where to get it, right? It's not it's not hairnet mama going through Target saying, "Well, this looks interesting." That's my mom. My mom doesn't wear a hairnet. Oh Ryan, what do you mean you spent that money on a board game? Well, I hope that board game's a that board game. <laughs> I brought I brought Dave out too. I told Beth that I got to hear the Mike version of the Dave voice this weekend. Cause you did it for a moment at gaming and it made, it made my night worthwhile. <laughs> oh, Hey, Michael, why, why can't you teach Ryan to be successful like you? He's such a useless faggot.
1: <laughs> faggot. Faggot.
0: Uh. <laughs> Dad, I'm not. I'm married. You have grandchildren. I don't care. You go upstairs. You play those Final Fantasy games with the dancing dolls, fag. <laughs> <laughs> fag. <laughs> Welcome to my childhood. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the fuck the article was about because now I'm on the world of Dave and Elaine. Uh Oh, shit. Mom and dad. They're doing all right, though. They're hanging tough in Florida. Well, this only child had a lot of Nintendo games. I don't know about you, Mike.
1: Um, No, no. my friends always had more, and I've always, like, enjoyed going to their houses so I could play the games that I didn't have. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, uh, I want you to think back to our blister-thumbed youth with the NES terrible controller. I actually had the NES Max. Do you remember that one?
1: I think I, is that the smaller one?
0: That was the, the one, one that, you... that had like the swivel D-pad on it and it was actually ergonomically shaped as opposed to just a square. There, I just I just threw the NES Max in the uh in the chat. I guess for I got
1: I guess I got to get up out of my recliner to check on the computer,
0: huh? Oh fuck.
1: I was kicked back here with my headset, my puppy laying down. Let me go look at my computer screen. Ooh, static.
0: Yeah, you were far away because I can hear the, the roar of the engines as you got closer. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember this. I didn't have this, but I do remember this. My buddy had this controller.
0: I loved that controller, and it really was, I think, the genesis of the modern controller. And Well, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, it looks. This is definitely pre
0: Xbox. That's for sure. Oh yeah, but it was. It was just a more comfortable controller. The Nintendo controllers in general were terrible. Anyway, when when you think of a gamer today, what's the first thing that comes to your mind?
1: When I think of a, I think of a streamer. When I think of a gamer, for some reason now, pussy. <laughs> I don't think of a pussy as a gamer. I consider myself to be a gamer.
0: I consider myself to be a gamer, too, but we are born from fire and steel. <laughs> and
1: So today's gamers are mobile gamers.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, you know, I hate lists, but I always gravitate to them because they're fun to talk about. This is a list of the 20 hardest games for the NES.
1: For Nintendo. We're going back to Nintendo. We're going
0: back to 8-bit Nintendo. So, cranky. Link,
1: Link 2. Whatever that that one
0: number, was the hardest game ever. Number 20. Zelda 2. The Adventure of Link. How
1: is that number 20? That was the hardest game ever created.
0: I liked that game, but I never beat it. Never
1: exactly. beat it. Exactly. Nobody's ever... I don't know anyone who's ever beat that game, I don't think. Well, just think. Before you go through the list, like, it, would that have been the game that came to your head?
0: No. That what would...
1: game would have came to your head?
0: Uh... The game that would have come to my head: Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, oh, Ghosts and Goblins was a tough motherfucking game too. I
1: don't think I beat that either. That was a great game though.
0: So number number twenty was uh, Zelda. Zelda two,
1: Link to the Past.
0: Uh, number nineteen, Contra.
1: Contra was the easiest fucking game ever. Without up the up code. down down left right left right B A B A code.
0: Start... Without
1: listen, I beat that game with more lives than I started
0: with. Without the code.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I like. I never. I'd like. I start with three. I end with five. That game was fucking easy. Well, yeah, you're the first ahead. one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't believe they're going to put that ahead of Zelda 2.
0: Number nineteen was Contra. Number eighteen, Blaster Master, which I didn't play.
1: Already throwing this list out. Blaster Master was a great game. <laughs> uh, I
0: did. I, didn't I play love Blaster Nintendo. Master. Uh, number seventeen. This is a game that I played the hell out of, and it was hard. Nicky. No, Top Gun.
1: I never played that. Yeah. yeah. Is that where you had to land on the the thing? And yes. you could just never... Fu- oh, fuck that. Yes, that, that yeah. was a
0: hard game. Uh, number 16, the original Final Fantasy.
1: Oh, great game. Love it. And it was hard as fuck. Uh,
0: number 15, Double Dragon 3. I couldn't tell you. I uh, love uh, double dragon.
1: Ga- double dragon games were fun. Like those four- the side scrolling ones and you had to beat up dudes. Yeah,
0: with Adobo? Those were a lot of fun. Is that his name, Adobo, or is that a chili pepper or might be both? I might be right. I no, don't I know. No, I think there's
1: Adobo. Yeah, yeah. I have fucking the big, the big dude.
0: Swiss cheese head today, so I I I'm not doing well with with things like names and short-term memory. Um I might have to pause These here. These are
1: all two. fun games, man.
0: I don't agree. Um Final Fantasy should be on the hardest list. I uh, would... I mean, the fact that
1: Contra's ahead of Zelda is ridiculous. Um, Final Fantasy 1 was a hard fucking game, I thought. Like, you had to grind at the end to, like, build up your It was grindy, so but it wasn't hard. Well, that's what RP... Turn-based RPGs are not hard, right? If you grind enough, they're not hard. You make them so much easier, right? I don't know. That was. De- it was definitely one of the harder... Uh, Old RPGs. Harder than Dragon Warrior.
0: All right. Let's see. I, think. I, don't, I don't think so. I think Dragon Warrior would have been harder. Anyway, um, number 14, The Karate Kid. I don't think I've ever played that game. And I was a big Karate Kid fan. Were you a Karate Kid fan?
1: Yeah, I never played the game. I remember when you said that, I thought of Kung Fu, which is a fun yeah, game. Yeah, I,
0: I, I played some Kung Fu, that's for sure. Number 13, Yo Noid. The no Domino's k- pizza game. Oh, my God. I didn't even know they made one. Uh, Number 12, the horrible Friday the 13th game.
1: Never played that
0: either. It was just a bad game. It was hard because it was terrible. Uh, Top
1: Gun wasn't fun, though, was it?
0: I enjoyed enjoyed Top Gun.
1: I never really played it. I just remember that it was impossible to land on the uh, aircraft carrier. Once you
0: knew how to do it, you could do it, though. Hmm. Uh, Number 11, Fester's Quest, as in Uncle Fester Hmm. of Adam's family.
1: Yeah, vaguely I remember that.
0: Number 10, Ninja Gaiden.
1: Great game.
0: Great game. Great game. Hard game. It was a yeah. hard game.
1: Yeah, it was a hard game. That was a, that was a, one of the the funnest Nintendo games whenever, that I had, that I owned.
0: Number 9, this is a game that I had that I thought was horribly underrated at the time. The Adventures of Bayou Billy.
1: Oh, Bayou Billy. Yeah, I played that. So, that was a good game. Did you ever play the Ninja Gaiden in, like, the arcade, that yes, version of Ninja, that Ninja Gaiden? that was
0: hard.
1: That was so fun, though. That game was awesome.
0: I have it on my arcade machine, and now that, uh, now that my basement's cleaned up, next time you come over, we'll play some Ninja Gaiden.
1: Yeah, that was a cool game, I remember.
0: Number Bayou eight. you, Billy.
1: Bayou Billy. Didn't you have, like, a little, like, uh, four-wheel truck or something like that? Yeah,
0: the driving stages were the hardest part of the game, in my opinion. Yeah. It, you know, it had side-scrolling, sort of like beat-em-up, and then you had to drive, and then yeah. there were the fucking alligators, and then there were shooting levels. It was yeah. it was like the hodgepodge of the NES, and I don't think it got enough love. Uh, number eight, Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse.
1: Mm. I, I don't remember all the Castlevanias I played, but Castlevania was always good.
0: Number seven, Bart versus the Space Mutants. I can honestly say I've never played it. I remember there was a lot never of buzz it. about it when it came out, but I never played it. Never played it. Number six, and I think this needs to be higher on the list as well. Punch out.
1: Mike Tyson's punch
0: out. Mike Tyson's punch out. We're not allowed to say Mike Tyson's punch out anymore. Is that right? Well, I don't Why? know. I they you know they wiped Mike Tyson out because of the alleged rape bullshit.
1: Uh, ah, but he's still the last guy, right? The final boss?
0: Well, depending on what version you have. If you were to download it now for your uh, Switch, yeah, you would get Mr. Dream instead of Mike Tyson.
1: Oh, really? Does he do the same things as Mike Does Tyson? Does the though? Like exact crazy same thing up-and-dust? as Mike Tyson, yeah. only he's white. Yeah. <laughs> you know it? who was always a bitch in that game? I thought it was like Soda Popinski. That motherfucker Popinski. I always struggled Spinskey. with getting past and him. Bald
0: Bull always Bald gave Bull. me a hard time.
1: Yeah, if you didn't time that right, you were knocked out, yeah. Uh, number the five. second version of Bald Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Number five, Mega Man. Mega Man was Love a hard Mega game.
1: Man. Mega Man's were awesome. I think I even paid for that on the Switch that I was able to like have all the Mega Man's that I could play.
0: Yeah, they just released that anthology not too long ago, so that that sounds about right. Number four, I never played it, Silver Surfer. Never played it. Where's Bert? I guarantee you Bert probably played it and owned it, but uh, Bert's not here right now. Hey, Bert, get well soon. We know that uh, you're hurting right now. And uh, we love you, Bert. Number three, Battle Toads. Ah,
1: Battle Toads! Battle Toads. I feel like I played that. I couldn't. I couldn't recall it though.
0: I did not own Battle Toads, but I had a buddy that did, and I was always sort of like, "This is like a Ninja Turtles knockoff," (laughs) but it was a, it was a pretty solid game. As as I remember, number two, we talked about Ghosts and Goblins. I think that is the absolute hardest game. Period. Huh. And um, did you? So you didn't beat it. Never beat Ghosts and Goblins. No.
1: Yeah, I don't think I did either.
0: And number one was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, not the arcade port, but the uh, NES game. Um. Wait. What? Yeah. Um, that's um, when you,
1: is that the one, the side-scroll where you just beat up dudes?
0: No, that's that's, that's that's the arcade, arcade one that version. Yeah.
1: This what was one, the other one?
0: This one was like an exploration adventure game. but um, Oh, man,
1: I don't remember that. The arcade one I remember, and that was definitely not number one.
0: No, that that was just a quarter-muncher.
1: some, I'm surprised Kid Nicky wasn't on there. You ever play that game?
0: Kid Nicky? No. You know what I'm surprised isn't on there that definitely tops my list? Kid Icarus, both the kid games. <laughs> Kid Icarus That was was for you, the angel
1: thing. Yeah, yeah. That was a good game, too.
0: I actually just went back and played Kid Icarus not too long ago. On what, Steam? And I don't remember why. It was on some sort of modern platform. Huh. And I said, Jesus Christ, I forgot how fucking hard this game was. (laughs) Dude, I never passed the first full, complete, like, stage. I might have passed the first board in Kid Icarus, but I never passed the full, complete stage to this day, in Kid Icarus.
1: That was a game that my buddy owned. I only played it a couple times. So
0: maybe, I don't know, Kid Icarus and Ghosts and Goblins are top of my list. That's top two hardest games that you played on the NES. Well,
1: well I that that link to the past, was. I always thought that was an impossible game. So I have to say that one. Um, I think Ghosts and Goblins is fair. I played enough of that and I never beat it. So it's probably those two. But you thought Dragon Warrior was harder than Final Fantasy, the first one?
0: The I first thought that Dragon Warrior 1 was a much more challenging game than Final Fantasy, yes.
1: Huh. I had an easier time with Dragon Warrior. Um, and Dragon Warrior 2, I thought, was maybe a little bit harder at the beginning. Well, I, the only thing I was going to say is, like, I'm playing Final Fantasy... Like, Final Fantasy 1, I, I want to say the old Dragon Warriors, they made it where... Like, gold and your... Like, it was important. You had to grind to get enough gold so you can go buy this thing to improve your guy. Like, I'm playing Final Fantasy 2. I have millions of gold. Like, I don't need anything. I could buy 99 of every item. Like, it's just stupid. Like, there's no point even giving gold out in that game. I don't have to buy a fucking uh, potion to heal myself. I never need to use it. Like, I don't know. Like, Dragon Warrior. I remember Dragon Warrior 2... Like I actually remember having to buy the herbs and using the herbs to heal at early on like you right. had to have them or you would die.
0: I remember having to or trying to early level sneak down to the busted up abandoned town and trying to take out a gold golem so that you could fund right. probably the first half of your game. Yeah, And I save scum the shit out of that trying to beat a go- gold golem.
1: Yeah, those games are... I, I love those games. I love all the Dragon
0: Warriors. Well, if you like the Dragon Warriors and grindy RPGs, which I do. I I, I Grindy RPG is not a negative term in my book.
1: It's... I think they go hand in hand. <laughs> they, they're supposed to. Anyway, there is RPGs.
0: a new game called Nobody Saves the World. It's an action RPG that We'll scratch that itch for you, and it's done very, very well. I wasn't gonna gonna talk about it this this week. I was gonna try to get you to give it a look, but maybe what is it called? It's called Nobody Saves the World.
1: Nobody Saves the World, but it's an action RPG, so you actually gotta move and roll and all that shit.
0: It's it's an action RPG, but it definitely scratches the grindy itch.
1: I like. I don't want to say I like grindy. Like I, I, I have to be really invested in the game to like grindy. Because some games you gotta grind. It's just like it's too repetitive.
0: It's on. Have Steam. you played? So you played this? I've played this. I actually know one of the developers, and um, we're not on great terms. But he sent out a shit ton of keys to like I pretty sure everybody that was on his one email list and I got one.
1: Um, it's free on Xbox. I could always just play it on Xbox.
0: Yeah, a great little game. Will I finish it? I don't know. I've got so much to play right now. Excellent, excellent little little grindy game that I would recommend to everybody. It's Nobody Saves the World
1: but do you find that like these games like that you don't those old games you, you like that gold you needed like Final Fantasy 1 you had to grind in an area so you can afford the spells for your casters
0: I do remember grinding to buy spells yes
1: right like you had to like you couldn't leave because dude I, I don't have enough money to get this sword like you had to do it this game I have so much fucking money it's like it's so ridiculous they like just it's not useful at all
0: Remember that. The only thing this is, game, this game was cool. If this you ever, uh, if you do pick up Nobody Saves the World, let me know. I'll. Oh well.
1: All right. So hold on. If you got to tell me, if if you're saying that I should buy
0: a copy, if you then buy maybe I copy. will,
1: because I can get it for free on Xbox. But if we're saying, okay, hey, if we have it on PC, we can no, we'd, play ha- it together. we'd have
0: to get it on PC to play it together, because it's right. not cross-play. But is it a
1: game that we'll play together? is the question.
0: Probably not. <laughs> all right, all right. All right we'll enough about it. it. Enough about nobody saves the world. Shut that down as quick as you brought it up. I sure as shit did. But yeah, uh, all sorts of of interesting video game talk here, Mike.
1: I mean, that's my life, though. I don't, I don't. I mean, I I work, I play video games.
0: Well, you know how to save some money when you play some video games, don't you? No, how do you save money? You would save some money by going to NerdCognito.com and scrolling down and using the Green Man Gaming link. The Green Man cuts deals with the individual studios. So you get the best price possible. You know, all of the marketplaces take a piece of the pie. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. Pie is delicious. But when you're paying everybody, that inflates the cost for you. And by going to Green Man Gaming... You can get crazy good deals, especially on their sales, man. Their sales are out of this world. We're talking 50, 60, 75, 80, 90% off of titles. And it's not just titles you've not heard of, they are AAA titles, they are high rated indie titles. I always check the green man before I make a purchase. And I've done that for a long time, even before they were a sponsor on our show. But definitely go to nerdcognito.com, scroll down, click on the Green Man Gaming link before you buy any sort of game for whatever marketplace it may be. Whether you're in Steam, Epic Games, Origin, check out the Green Man. I'll bet you they can save you some bucks. You know, Mike, I used to send you Green Man links uh, when I would find a great deal before they were a sponsor. This is, this is no bullshit, man. We, we have used them and we will continue to use them. Um, green Man Gaming, the digital marketplace for games that you need to check out. Why pay full price? Check with the Green Man and see if you can pick up your next gaming extravaganza for less.
1: Um, I wasn't sure if that music was coming off of my computer. and I'm like, how the fuck do I shut this off? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Are you Elden Ring? What are you, What are you thinking there? No. No? No. What the fuck, dude?
0: No, not I, into
1: it. Why? All right, so Elden Ring is not on your all right So I'm probably just gonna play that on Xbox then.
0: I would, I would just play it on Xbox. I'm
1: just looking here because that's coming out next month. It's a big, big game. Big high expectations for that game.
0: Your jet engine just ramped up again. Yeah, better get that. back in the chair. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm in the chair. It's like, oh, he opened up a website. Fuck, he has two browsers open. I'm
0: telling you. Put you on know. the
1: thrusters. Oh, Put dude. on the thrusters. I, I need a new uh, desktop, though. That's faux show. Not the
0: time to buy one, man. Not no, the time to even build not. one.
1: That's why I'm not. All right, man, what else? What else is next?
0: Well, <laughs> let's wrap up the news with this. You, you, We were just talking about, you know, building you a computer that doesn't sound like a diesel truck. Um, now is not the time to be building a PC, obviously. Uh, We've got a silicon shortage. We've got a GPU shortage. We've got general supply chain issues. And just to tell you how bad it is, if you haven't gone to the grocery store and seen empty shelves yet, have you experienced that yet, Mike?
1: Well, uh, last week... It was bad, but that was right before the snowstorm. Like, I just went on Saturday and it, it seemed back to normal. There were, the bread was there. That's how I judged it. All the bread was there.
0: <laughs> I've got friends in the Midwest and we're talking Walmart can't keep food on the shelves. And
1: Is it because of the, the weather, though, lately? Or is it just, it's that, been like that? It's
0: just supply chain. Huh. Um, anyway, that makes. The component for us in our gaming PCs, the GPU, incredibly difficult to find. Good luck buying a 30 series GeForce, right? Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, It's so bad that we are seeing loot boxes show up on major marketplaces like Amazon to buy a mystery graphics card so that you have a chance to get a high-end graphics card.
1: People are paying money to, to potentially not get what they want?
0: To potentially not get what they want. But there was a, a listing where the there was a mystery box of GPUs, not guaranteed to even be new. What? Where you buy a $120 mystery box, and each box contains a graphics card. That's what you're guaranteed. There is a slim chance that you can hit the jackpot and get a high-end graphics card. According to the listing.
1: But what? And what was the
0: price? 120 bucks.
1: Yeah, there's no way. You're, anyone who pays $120 should, it has to know for a fact they're not getting a high-end graphics card.
0: According to the listing. Facts. You have a 70% saying. chance to get anything that is not Outlined above. What's above? Well, you have a 16% chance to get a GeForce 9 series. Or an RX 300. So, you're going to get one of the two. 8% chance to get a GeForce 10 series or an RX 500 series card. You have a 4% chance to get a GeForce 20 series or a 5000 series card. And you have a 2% chance to get a GeForce 30 series or an RX 6000 series card. No guarantee whether you're going to get NVIDIA or AMD, but uh, 70% of the customers are going to get something older than a GeForce 9 series card for 120 bucks, And it's sold out. People are so desperate to try to get a new graphics card.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know why anyone would do that, expecting that they're going to get a real graphics card. Like a good one.
0: I mean, you would you would assume that with this kind of thing, the seller's going to have to deliver, right? I, uh, I don't think.
1: Well, oh, you could deliver a shitty graphics card.
0: Well, they've he, ha-
1: he has to be giving the majority of people graphics card that cost less than one hundred twenty dollars.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. There's not a doubt in my mind. You're getting shit. Seventy percent, right. seven out of ten, have given someone 120 bucks
1: yeah but it has to be even worse than that because in order for him to be able to give a good graphics card which is two thousand dollars he's got to make all that other money up and it's gonna take more than seven people
0: no seventy percent he's he's saying outright seventy percent of people are getting a some other graphics card other than what we listed right a shitty one 50 bucks <laughs> Five dollars. Five
1: dollars? Do they sell graphics cards for five bucks?
0: Dude, look up what the cost is on... Shit, I don't know. Just a generic PCIe VGA card. We're not talking a gaming card. You're buying a graphics card.
1: Oh, man. I don't know why people would do that. But okay. All right, well, it's sold out. A sucker born every day.
0: Sold out. That's how, how desperate. So that's why... Now is not the time. Although, you could probably reasonably cobble together a processor and a motherboard and hold off on the graphics card and do something like GeForce Now until you can get your graphics card. Yeah. Shit, you can do GeForce Now on your tablet. And if that's the case, why upgrade the computer? I mean, I'll be honest. I have a 1080. I am not upgrading because of GeForce Now. I have no need to upgrade my graphics card because GeForce Now is filling that void for me right now until we weather this storm.
1: Yeah, but you said they don't have the big uh,
0: library of games. They have enough that keep me happy, and my 1080 will play the stuff that, you know, the obscure stuff that's not in their library that I play. I can't think of too many titles that I just outright can't play. In some yeah, capacity. I'm,
1: looking through the, I'm just scrolling. They got I mean they have a shit ton of games.
0: Yeah. But that's the news this week, Michael. Speaking of wow. Sucker Born Everyday, let me see. I'm looking over my shoulder here. How many Masters of the Universe action figures are currently sitting on my game table? <sighs> it, Nine. A little bit more than that. <laughs> Now, you know that I bought three yesterday, because I sent you a text yes, message. Yes,
1: that's right, yes. And I thought, still, that it was going to be around nine, but... Uh, Thirteen.
0: Mm, a little bit more than that.
1: Uh yeah, alright, you already... Well fourteen. Overboard.
0: There are fourteen action figures sitting, on, sitting on, on my table. That does not count vehicles that are sitting there. And it does not count riding, like, Battle Cat and Panther... He man and fucking Skeletor ride on.
1: So, those things that they ride on are they separate purchases or they come with the guy?
0: Uh, there are there are different options. The ones that I bought were separate purchases. There are so they del- count. There are deluxe so, versions. No, they that, count. That come figures. with the action figure.
1: Count it all. So you have fourteen regular figures. Fourteen cross- regular
0: figures. I've got well, thank goodness it's not tomorrow. I've got three. Oh we'll call them vehicles. We'll you call got them... more coming tomorrow. I, I I do. I have a sky sled and Prince Adam coming tomorrow.
1: That fucking
0: faggot. <laughs> All right, Dave. And faggot. Uh, of... Faggot. No, it's more like the egg art. Faggot. But, but but, a little more F than V, and then you've got my father.
1: Um, Dude, you're buying way too many fucking
0: he-men. I also have, uh, yeah, I, 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 I went a little overboard. I got somewhat good news at work last week, and that just opened the floodgates for me to buy more he-men.
1: <laughs> Save it for silver and
0: gold, bro. I, I bought a shit ton of that last week, too, when I got the good news. I went on a spending spree. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six figures in the pipeline, and I, I did it. I bought the castle, skull today. I spent the eighty dollars on a plastic castle. It's. I don't even know what to say.
1: I mean, one, you're collecting them, and you can say no, it's not. It's toys. I play with my son. Okay. Well, then you're like essentially buying. You know, fifty he-men for your son on just regular days, dude, ain't even gonna know what Christmas is.
0: No, 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 no. they're they're mine. I'm not. Mm. I'm not disputing the fact that they are mine, and they are total nostalgia buys for me. But um, no, I just how
1: do you have room to
0: store all this shit? That's that's the thing. The boss was talking to me today. She's like, you need to go downstairs, and figure out when this giant plastic castle <laughs> arrives where it's going to go, and that's where these things are going to have to live. So I'm thinking that um, those terrible built-in bookshelves that are down in my game room, I'm going to have to clear the center one and find a home for the board games on it for cl- so that the castle can go in there. I'm not bad at all, by the way. I'm in a couple of the Masters of the Universe groups online, of course.
1: Well, just because there's people that are worse doesn't mean you're not bad. <laughs> you're I... bad. I'm telling you, you're bad. You're buying fucking toys. At like I don't. You just started, like you said, three weeks ago, and you already have like twenty something of them.
0: <laughs> Again, it's it's <laughs> not life changing money.
1: No, I know, I know. We, I mean, everybody 20 has bucks their thing. a pop. Just start thumbtacking them to the wall.
0: I'm not going to do that.
1: So my buddy does. I think he ha- he keeps them all in his boxes, and he just uh, like his wall is just loaded with action figures. See
0: that that's the next level that I can't get behind.
1: Yeah, we'll see. we'll see. I want pl-
0: to. They're they're action figures. I want to play with them. But to yeah. you? There, there's not going to be any value in these. I am well. Losing that's, that's my the other ability. thing
1: that boggles my mind. You know, there's no investment value.
0: There's zero investment value. I
1: mean, again, if you're not playing with your son and you're sitting around playing with he men like fighting each other and shit, (laughs) I don't know, are you? Maybe you are. I
0: might have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) While you're, like, on a a work call, you're like, oh, go get him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm on the budget meeting, and (laughs) what are you doing? Oh, nothing. Uh, You forgot to put mute, yeah. Skeletor's boat and Evil Lynn. (laughs) Oh, God. Um (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: no, no, I don't know. I don't know. I got hey,
1: teach his own man.
0: I got Clamp Champ coming. I got Tila coming. Tila. Tila. And and I am not 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 on the deep end of this thing. I'm telling you, there are guys.
1: You literally own almost all of them. No, I don't, not you're not even in the deep close. end. How many He-Man origin figures are there? How many? You look it up, he man. Origin figures.
0: There's okay. a lot. There's a lot.
1: Uh, there's a checklist, actually, that you could sit here and click. All right. Which ones you have. All right. Do you know that?
0: I did not know that Which because I am not a collector.
1: Uh, Dude, you have a good bit of them. All
0: right, you give have me a the good list. Bit. Give me the list.
1: No, no. I mean, there's more than me to sit here and just chat out. I mean, there's probably 50 of them.
0: Uh, that's what I'm saying. I do not have.
1: But you them. have 20. In three weeks,
0: got Beast Man, got Evil Lyn, got He Man, want Man at Arms, got Skeletor, have Teela coming, want Manny Faces, want Orko, on the fence on Scareglow, want trap There's no John. on the fence.
1: You get them all. That's the way you're doing. I it. I,
0: I don't know that I would get Scareglow, right. Because I'm not a collector. Uh, mm-hmm. I want Merman, I want Roboto, I want She-Ra, I'm on the fence on Zodak. I want Hordak. I'm on the fence on Ninjor. I have Stratos. I want Triclops. Um, I have Faker. I would buy Fisto, but I I don't call it a want. Don't care about Green Goddess. I have Stinkor. Don't care about Webster. I have Buzz Off. I have Jitsu. I'm getting a Sorceress is coming. Clamp Champ is coming. Battle Armor He-Man is here. Mosquito I would buy. Ram Man, I would buy. Skeletor, Battle Armor, I have. Other variants of He-Man and Skeletor, I think I'm pretty good with.
1: Dude, some of these things cost three hundred bucks.
0: And obviously, that's like insane. I don't even know what it is. Uh, is it... I, I've never heard of that either. Shogun Master Skeletor, Shogun Master Skeletor, Shogun Master Skeletor. That's got to be like a collector's sculpt or something. That's yeah, not an I think action. So. It's figure. not a
1: figure. Yeah, you have a good bit of the figures.
0: And then the vehicles and play sets. Battle armor, He-Man, and Battle Cat. I do not have that. I I I can't bring myself to pay fifty bucks for that one. But I have Battle Cat. I just ordered Castle Grey I don't have the Faker and Duplicat set. But that's a con exclusive, so I don't care about it. I have Landshark, I have Panthor. I have Prince Adam's Sky Sled coming tomorrow. I do not have a Wind Raider, and I just ordered a or. Oh, I forgot I ordered Stridor. Shit. hmm Okay. hmm So that's the list. Yep. Yep. Less than 25%.
1: Uh, no, because we're not counting all those. If you just count the first top, the top part of that, but just figures, not all these exclusives. and Maybe 50%. And
0: maybe 50%. Yeah. Hey. So what you're saying is I'm not allowed to buy any more He-Man today. Well, I don't. I don't uh, rule you. I understand that. I I did call Beth when I bought Castle Grayskull, and I I said Beth, I uh, Castle Grayskull went on sale today for 10% off. Um, I bought Castle Grayskull, and she was. She was cool with it. She said, I knew that that was coming. You've been talking about that fucking castle for three weeks. So, they, they make me happy. And I've been having. That's a, all that matters. I, that's right. That's and that I've matters. not been having an easy time finding joy in the last two weeks. I found some joy in He Man for a couple hundred bucks. You know? That's a cheap price. Anyway, if you have joy for any of the nerd fandoms that bring you a smile, let us know. podcast at gmail.com. If you have any Masters of the Universe tips or suggestions for me, also, NerdCognitoPodcast at gmail.com, let us know. You can also drop us a voicemail or a text message. Give us a call on the NerdCognito hotline, 323-694-4242. Calling rates and text messaging rates may apply. Leave us some sort of feedback. Text message voicemail. If you do leave us a voicemail, you're giving us permission to play it on the show. Just fair and full disclosure, but uh, let us know what you're thinking. Other than that, uh, I don't really know what to say other than I better hop online and See if I can scoop up any more action figures.
1: <laughs> Go get them. Before get out.
0: <laughs> oh, my name is Ryan David. Thank you for joining us this week. I am joined, as always, by Just Mike. We appreciate you tuning in. Remember to subscribe and share. We got to get the word out, bitches. Let's drive some people to your nerdy destination for the week, Nerd Cognito. We will talk to you next week. Later. Nerd!